0: Good morning. Hallelujah, morning. Christ is risen. He is risen Alleluia. It is a great joy to gather this day in the Lord's house to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Bibb. A special warm welcome to any guests or visitors joining us on this resurrection day as we do indeed gather to hear this good news of great joy that Christ is risen indeed. I'll turn your attention to the inside of the back cover of the bulletin where we have our focused on Christ section that is a summary of our readings in the service this day. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. By the shed blood of Christ, the lamb of God, eternal death, has passed over us. Now we pass with Christ through death into life everlasting. For Christ, the crucified one, is risen, The stone has been rolled away from the tomb, revealing that the tomb could not hold him. Now our Redeemer lives eternally to save us from sin and Satan and the grave, and we can live in the sure hope of our own bodily resurrection with Christ. After my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God. Feasting on the living Christ, who is our meat and drink, indeed, we boldly say, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We do have the great joy of receiving our Lord's resurrected body and blood this day in and under bread and wine. And according to his word and institution, he bids that we be united in one confession, as one loaf, as we come forward to receive the bread of life. Therefore, all those who are members of this congregation or of a sister congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, are welcome to come forward to receive the Lord's body and blood. If you do not join us in that one common confession of faith, we ask that you refrain from receiving the Lord's supper this day as we pray for that day when all divisions shall cease. Our service is Divine Service Setting 3, as it is found on page 184. The first hymn is indeed a processional hymn, so if you'll give me just a moment, I'll make my way to the back of the sanctuary, and then at that time I will ask you to rise. The Old Testament reading for the resurrection of our Lord is from Job chapter 19. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. Oh, that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. My heart faints within me. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. The epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 5. "Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump, cleanse out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 16th chapter. Amen. Was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spi- bought spices, so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father, and from our risen and victorious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear Saints, this Easter Day 2023 finds us living in a time where people have embraced a litany of lies and delusions which have swept across our culture. For Christians, this is both frustrating and perplexing. Who would have ever thought that even 10 to 15 years ago, the news headlines would be filled with the kind of mind bending and reality denying trends which have consumed so many. Though we tire of hearing about gender this, trans that, and the federal government being more concerned about taking the lives of unborn children than competently caring for all under their protection, all of this madness makes for quite a contrast with the historic facts of this day. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Dear Saints, those around us who are so quick to gobble up and inwardly digest the latest pagan trends as truth, they still scoff at the greatest truth there is. Jesus Christ, the crucified Son of God, has risen from the dead. What is so sad about these lost and wandering souls is that the very key to their wholeness, their forgiveness, eternal life and salvation from the devil is the living Christ who died and rose for them. Every human being in this world needs most what Jesus has won by his death and freely gives in his living word and blessed sacraments. Therefore, let us turn our attention to the spirit-inspired words of St. Mark this day. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb and they were saying to one another who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb while it was still very early on that easter sunday these faithful women they were going to honor jesus by anointing his body according to jewish custom there was only one problem though as saint mark notes the sun had risen the holy spirit is quite the author for Jesus, the Son of God, had already risen from the dead. Even before the stone was rolled away, Christ had risen and come out of the tomb, body and soul. This brings to mind the words of the prophet Malachi. The Son of Righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Son of Man, and Son of Righteousness had risen. And he indeed has brought healing, eternal life, and restoration. In and fact, we sung of this very thing in our sermon hymn. Christ is himself the joy of all, the sun that warms and lights us. Now his grace to us imparts eternal sunshine to our hearts. The night of sin is ended. Alleluia. Returning to the historical account, the women were right to be concerned about the stone covering the tomb. This round stone would have been several feet in diameter, set in a hewn channel, and it would have required several men to move. But by the time they arrived... The stone had already been moved away by an angel. We learn this from St. Matthew's resurrection account. But continuing with St. With Mark's gospel, we read this. And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Appearing to the women as a young man, the angel tells them what has already occurred. Jesus had risen from the dead, just as he said he would. Now, you have to appreciate the matter-of-fact account of St. Mark. There's no need to gild the Easter lily. Christ had risen. This is the greatest news there is, the greatest fact there is. Because Jesus lives, all who cling to him in faith have every reason for joy, even in the midst of this sin-corrupted world. Against all the lies and madness of this world, this truth stands. Jesus is risen. Against the bitterness of death and the raging of hell, this truth stands. Jesus is risen. Against the ever-increasing legion who wish to follow the devil into destruction, this truth stands. Jesus is risen. Against all our foes, physical and spiritual, who want us to fail and falter, we have the joy of Saint Job. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. Oh, that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. My heart Faints within me. Returning to the empty tomb, the women received a charge from the angel. He said to them, But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now, obviously, in time, the women overcame their fear and trembling as the good news of the resurrected Christ spread quickly. Unless we judge them too harshly for their reaction, I'll ask you this morning, when was the last time that you had a face-to-face encounter with an angel of the Lord? The point is, we would have been just as astonished and fearful as they were. These faithful women obeyed the angel's charge, and they told the disciples and Peter, which brings to mind another interesting point from St. Mark's resurrection account. The angel said, but go... Tell his disciples and Peter. This is made all the more interesting by the fact that St. Matthew's primary witness for his gospel was very likely Peter himself. It was Peter who is known for his boasting and his having to have the first and last word. It was Peter who vowed to stand by Jesus to the death and Peter who then vowed three times that he did not know him after he was arrested. It was Peter whom Jesus restored then three times by the Sea of Galilee at that breakfast upon the shore that morning. Though fearful on the day of his rising, it would be Peter and the disciples who would go out in the power of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, baptizing, preaching, and teaching all that he commanded. And here we sit today. By the preaching of the prophetic and apostolic scriptures, the Holy Spirit has called you to faith and gathered you into the one holy Christian and apostolic church. In baptism, your heavenly Father chose you. He washed you, sanctified you, and joined you to Christ, to his death and resurrection. You have been given the Holy Spirit and are right now a new creation in Christ. You are an heir of heaven, and the Holy Spirit has made each and every one of you a witness of the resurrection of Christ. As St. Paul teaches, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. In your eating and drinking of Christ's body and blood, you do not consume the dead Christ. Rather, you consume the living and resurrected body and blood of our Lord and Savior. The Jesus who died on the cross is the same Jesus who is risen and lives and reigns eternally. He is yours, and you are his. In the Lord's Supper, he enters you and you are connected to him. This profound and holy mystery is beyond our comprehension, and yet it is true. It is as true as the resurrection itself. And so in response to this unbelieving world, which can scoff all at once, and it will, nevertheless, as surely as 2 plus 2 equals 4, a man is a man and a woman is a woman, Jesus has risen from the dead. He died and rose for all. He desires repentance and faith for all. He has secured forgiveness of sins and salvation for all. Our Lord Jesus Christ overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life. May this truth be our joy today and always. And may we teach this truth to our children and children's children. Let us rejoice and sing of it always. Let us confess the truth of the resurrection in dark times and in the light of day. For this day, the eighth day, is the day that the Lord has made. and We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Jesus. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Lord of life, your Christ is risen and we rejoice. Let us hold his finished work firmly in our minds. That we may remember what He has told us and continue always in the one true faith. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our Eternal Father, your church has come early in the morning this first day of the week to find the body of Jesus. Grant us greater faith in those first women, that in the confidence of the resurrection we would believe his word, receiving him in the blessed sacrament and proclaiming his truthfulness without hesitation. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our faithful God, we have come through the season of discipline, repentance, and increased devotion. May these works begun in us continue in faith, hope, and love until you bring them to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy. In our Holy Lord, mighty God, your power is over all things, even death has become your footstool. Reign over the might of man and preserve us against all threats to peace. Give wisdom to our president, our governor, all those elected or appointed to serve our government, and all who judge or enforce the rule of law. Deliver us from pride, from the deceptions of self-sufficiency, and from the use of technology without conscience or purpose. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Father of our risen Lord Jesus, you have founded your promises in his crucified and risen flesh. Fortify those who suffer in the body, especially John Brenneman, Vanessa Burmester, Charlotte Locke, Richard Phillips, Ron Lyon, Bob Rash, Erlene Lakey, Lisa Rash, and Ted Phillips, that they may stand now on your word until they stand anew with Job and all your resurrected saints. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, you have offered the Passover lamb, your son Jesus Christ, to cleanse away the leaven of sin. Endow us with repentant hearts to receive his resurrected body and blood and newness of life. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. All praise to you, dear Father in heaven, for you have opened the way to eternal life by the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We give you thanks for all those who have gone before us in the faith and now rest from their labors. Keep us in that same faith and embolden us by your resurrection to be fearless in the face of disease, chaos, loneliness, and every sorrow of this world. Give us, with Job, the solemn expectation to cheer us. Our Redeemer lives, and we too shall be resurrected and glorified to live with him in his eternal kingdom. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our resurrected Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.